0: So as you all know, or almost all of you know, there are constantly quotations on the internet that are inspiring or funny or moving and people send them around and around and around. And not so long ago I saw a quotation that said, half of the things that they say I said on the internet I never said, and at the bottom it said Abraham Lincoln. And it reminded me that, in fact, quotations tend to attach themselves to famous people, whether or not they said them. It seems sometimes like everything was said by either Einstein or Churchill, when, in fact, I don't think they said everything. They only said some things. And one of the quotes that people send around in Einstein's name, I learned many, many years ago, was actually said by Alfred North Whitehead, who was a philosopher who used to be well-known, although I think he sort of faded in the last 100 years, but Whitehead said, everything should be made as simple as possible, and no simpler. In other words, you should reduce things, but don't think that you should make things so simple that in fact you do violence to the complexity and the difficulty of the subject. And I bring this up because I'm going to reduce religion to something simple this morning, but please understand that after all, any simple explanation of a very long and complicated phenomenon like Judaism does some violence to how rich and deep and complex Judaism really is. Nonetheless, here goes. We are currently in a special period of the year. What is it? The Omer. We count the Omer from the moment when we leave Egypt, that is from Pesach, until we arrive at Sinai, that is Shavuot. 50 days, we count every day. By the way, does anyone know what today is? The 28th, Go ahead. I'm impressed. <laughs> Today is the 28th, I can't tell you what tomorrow is because you see, if I tell you what tomorrow is, it will be considered as if I've already counted it and you're not supposed to count it before the day comes. But today is 28th, so you can extrapolate from there. But the other part of this is that it's not only a historical holiday, it's also an agricultural holiday. Just as most Jewish holidays have more than one aspect, and many of them, the historical holidays, also celebrate agriculture, like Sukkot, right? Which is when not only we were crossing the desert, but also when you would put booths out to gather the harvest. The significance of the Omer is that it is at the end of the barley harvest. And I bring that up because barley in the Talmud is called ma'achal behemah. It's an offer, it is a food for animals. That's what they used to feed the animals, was barley. But in fact, there's also an offering in the temple that is the barley offering. And so, one of the rabbis says, you see, the point of this is that you take something that is purely physical, that is an offering for beasts, and you make it spiritual because it becomes a sacrifice in the temple to God. And I think in some ways... That's a very good summary of what Judaism is. Judaism acknowledges the physical, embraces the physical. We don't think that that bodies are bad or that physical functions are bad, but we try to elevate them so that everything we do, and eating is a perfect example. Judaism doesn't say you shouldn't enjoy food. There are very few fasts on the Jewish calendar, and there's a day on which you must eat, which is Shabbat, right? You couldn't possibly... Gandhi couldn't have been Jewish. He really couldn't have, because you're not allowed to fast on Shabbat. You can't go on a month-long fast if you're Jewish, because you have to have three meals. It's a positive mitzvah to have three meals. So we think of the physical functions as good, eating is good, but... You say a bracha because it's not only physical, it becomes spiritual. But there are regulations about what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat because it's not only physical, it's spiritual. And this idea runs all through our tradition. It runs through food, it runs through sexuality, it runs even through the most physical thing that you do which is birth and death. When a child is born, we have a breed or a baby naming. When someone dies, we have tahara, we wash the body because the body is still sacred even after death. We say prayers, we try to take everything that is physical in this world and make it transcendent, make it beautiful. And so on these 50 days, when we go from slavery to Sinai, from the the state in which you are treated as though you're nothing more than a body, because that's what slavery is. Right? No one wants a slave's opinions, no one wants their spiritual self, you want their body to serve you. And then we go to Sinai, which was the spiritual high peak of our people's history. On this time, it's worth thinking about the ways in which we try to take our physical selves and not denying them, but elevating them, make them into spiritual selves as well. Let's invite everybody in as we turn.